0: Welcome to another episode of IBM Likes. I'm Sharanya and today I'm in the studio with Josh and Naveen. Hi guys! Hey, hey. So today we're recommending a movie, a book and a TV show and then we'll get into a little bit of conversation about what's happening with the Harvey Weinstein case and uh, other things that are happening closer to home. Yep. Uh, I know we've already had one discussion, on an episode dedicated to the Bill Cosby case and the mm. others such. But uh, obviously there's not enough conversation I guess um, and we, we should really talk about it again. Uh, let's start our round of recommendations with, who wants to start? Josh. I think Josh
1: will start Let's go with Josh So uh, uh, this is going to be My last uh, Malayalam recommendation Let's just call it It's not regional (laughs) I have not accommodated Any other regions You've tried But
2: you haven't been able to penetrate Not
1: even really tried (laughs) I did half of like a Tamil film Called uh, Managaram But I never finished it So the film I'm going to recommend Is uh, Kerala Varma Parsiraja Nice. Okay, nice. it's a film with Mahmoodi it's like uh, I've, I haven't seen many Mahmoodi films so this is kind of like the first film I'm getting to see him and it's a period film it's set in the 1700s where um, sort of Tipu it's at the time where Tipu Sultan is uh, you know fighting the British and mm. in the middle of the film there's a part where news comes that he's lost mm. the, the battle so this is essentially the conflict between the tribals uh, and the British and the British are sort of a bit of a caricature in this film <laughs> they
2: are, yeah. but it's yeah. it's so much I saw a scene of this because one of those guys we know like Brandon <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh yeah
1: Brandon is in this film and he's completely dubbed over also but what's fun about it is also it's like like I just watched uh, The Temple of Doom recently and they it's it's so racist so I'm like this is mild compared to some <laughs> of the shit that, that, that they enough. get away. back at them <laughs> yeah it's like this is really nothing compared to what these hollywood guys do sometimes. so the film is uh, it's a very long film it's 3 hours 10 minutes okay, okay. longer than Titanic I think. How many times did you like stop and watch? Um two.
0: Okay. So That's I did fine. like one hour one hour. Yeah, yeah.
1: So the film it's got a lot of action. So the film I would say um the story is okay in parts and some mm. of the action is a bit not so great because there's some wire work and this film was made in 2009 I think. Mm. So some of the wire work and some of the action looks a bit naff. Mm. But it's got a lot of uh, Kalri action sequences Whoa. also nice. like there's w- one bit where they I don't know if you've seen any Kalri Paita but there's this kind oh, of floppy sword that they yes. have so yeah. there's a fight sequence with that which was pretty epic so some of the fights are really good and some of the fights also it's pretty big in that they have a lot of extras like hmm. thousands like in the thousands you know yeah. so there's bits where there's like a siege of one uh, one mansion where they're all sort of hiding out and also what was interesting is there are some uh, action there's this action sequence of this woman also that was pretty interesting because all she had was a torch, and she just kind of just burns these British guys, you know. It's like going around just like a flaming torch.
0: Yeah, yeah. not a flashlight with
1: a battery. <laughs> oh my! But
2: God. I don't understand why Kalari Payetu has like that floppy sword. Right? Like
1: the Yeah, it is. It's actually something uh, I don't know what, what particular. Maybe it's easy to make. I guess I don't know mm, why. no I'm
0: pretty sure it's not. Double
1: as a hunter and a sword. <laughs> I'm sure but the thing a is, usage, it's it's, uh, it's, it's it, it, is. I mean, there's like you have the floppy sword, then you have the there's like the small sort of dagger thing that they have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, there was one more thing, but one of the swords Looked kind of, I didn't know if that was a legit sword or it just looked like it was made of wood. So it was just like some bits here and there which were.
2: Mammootty got wood.
1: Mm. Yeah. But man, so since it's a period piece, right, all these guys have their hair in one side pony like that. <laughs> you know, all these women are wearing like tube tops. And it's like that. It, it was just, it was it like visually, it was like a, a really lovely film to watch. Sure. And um, also, Mamuti's acting, he's like. On the ball, he's just full epic man, and mm-hmm. he's like you know a middle-aged guy with a paunch right? Yeah. But I just don't know. It's like I don't know how they managed to pull off these. So kids. who
0: does he play? So
1: he plays Kerala Varma okay. Parsi Raja. He's, right, he plays right. one of the kings essentially. And
0: how? What is his role in this Tippu Sultan era?
1: Okay, so he is basically you didn't wha-
0: explain any of this plot at all. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, sorry, I completely forgot. Go for it. So so the plot is essentially the the tribals battle against the British, and Mamuti plays this guy Kerala Varma Parsi Raja, and he's one of the kings. So he organizes this thing so he's constantly uh, the British and him they're signing treaties there's wheeling and dealing these British are ruthless they're killing people they're hanging some of his guys and all so the thing is how it's the whole conflict between them you know and mm-hmm. how he's trying to balance everything out and also he keeps they're getting constantly getting pushed back and the British have guns right mm. so it's like all these moments where they so just his first name is Kerala Varma. His name is Kerala Varma, yeah, okay. Parsi Raja. He's like in uh, history; he's like a big figure. You know, That's he's, awesome, yeah. he's sort of a, like a Tipu Sultan. or one You watch
0: this movie on uh, your favorite uh, platform.
1: Of course, Hotstar. <laughs> Hot still yeah. still
2: shitty ui
1: so yeah that's the film it's a long film it, i mean i would recommend it because it's just visually it's quite stunning yeah. and it's just surprising some of the the kind of uh, the the film grammar just like how they the, like in terms of the edit and how they shoot it because it seems very advanced for True. its time you know mm. but it's only because like like the wire work is a bit naff and some of the acting is like over over the top but it's a really really good film and I would highly recommend. And Mamuti, he's just like superb in it. Awesome. Cool.
2: I think we've spent way too much time on this movie. Yeah, I think so. That
0: sounds good Because it's
2: a three and a half hour movie then.
0: (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. I'm giving him the finger. (laughs) All right, Naveen.
2: right, so, uh, I watch a lot of comedy and uh, one of the most amazing stand-up comedians I've seen in my uh, past few years is Stuart Lee. He's he's a British guy. And and he's like been around since the early 80s, early 90s. And... uh, He's not really become that famous now because of his unconventional style of comedy so he, he does like a lot of uh, staccato he does a mm. lot of like flipping the joke on its head sort of thing so he has a book called How I Escape My Certain Fate which is I think a must read for every stand up comedian who's aspiring and otherwise uh, to understand how some people perceive comedy for every comedian does a different style they approach and uh, so what happens in this book is basically he's uh, narrating his life uh, in chapters and in the middle you have his entire set like he's done four specials mm. so he breaks down each of his specials into the jokes that he's done okay. so the first half of of the book, like the book is like basically two parts. Hmm. The top half is his joke, hmm. and the bottom half is him explaining the joke. Oh, okay. And the mind of this guy is so profound that one line of the joke that is concentrated into, yeah, is, it's like there's an entire thesis behind that how he actually came to that conclusion, what he's referencing, and how he goes about it. Ah. So, it's a very beautiful jump into a genius mind, is what I would say. Uh, it's not that uh, expensive. It's not that difficult to get your hands on in India as well. Uh, so obviously, if you before you read the book, watch his comedy to understand yeah. what I'm talking about. There's an entire bit. I would recommend my favorite bit of his. Is where he starts uh, talking about Scooby-Doo adventures huh. and compares it to Margaret Thatcher. Oh, wow. And just the, the, the idea that somebody can do that is hilarious yeah. itself. So like you should watch it. He has whole thing about Top Gear. He just goes on 15-minute rant about Jeremy Clarkson and the other guys. So I think there's very few comics who are like him in anywhere in the world. Mm. And uh we should definitely watch and listen to this guy. Uh he's the same voice in a lot of stupid voices, like you know. Uh he also picks on a lot of comics. Mm. That's what he like people who are very terrible comics and are given like a very big platform he disses on them very openly he doesn't care huh. so that's the that's the attitude I like about him that he's not bothered about the fact that people won't like him in the industry or whatever he's like I'm here to do my bit Like, but right. he's like a much toned down Andy Kaufman but with better jokes okay. <laughs> That's what I feel Fair. so Stuart Lee uh, his book is called How I Escape My Certain Fate wow. please read this
0: sounds very really nice okay I'm gonna recommend a TV show called American Vandal, which I avoided yes. watching for quite some time. Yeah,
2: same. Like, I've do some documentary on vandalism. Also, <laughs> I,
0: I'm a little um, whatever about uh, Netflix specials, because I feel like now there are so many originals all the time. Every time you mm. open it, here's a new original. So, yeah. I just wait to, like, hear good things about Correct. it. So, American uh, Vandal is a 8th episode parody of Serial, of... Uh, making, um, a making a Murder. Murder, of any true crime uh, show or podcast yeah. or any investigation it basically uh, talks about this high school vandalism where this uh, where one day suddenly 27 cars in the faculty parking are vandalized with gigantic red penises <laughs> um, and the high school uh, the video team, Decides to make a documentary because There's only one um, person accused yeah. There's only one person accused This guy called Dylan Because he has a history of drawing penises And I'm playing and pranks on people And playing <laughs> pranks He has a YouTube channel where uh, He just plays pranks like uh, Nuns humping trees where Baby They're all, dressed, <laughs> they're all dress, dressed as nuns and humping trees Or where they fart on babies It's so stupid um, So everybody just assumes it's him And the school decides to um, expel him So this guy called um, Peter. Peter. So he's the, he's the guy who decides to make this documentary about Dylan, and and they get into like this really serious discussions about ball hairs or, uh, you know, really like what like, could be the like trying to break down everybody's alibi. And there's uh, this is one episode where they uh, where the assumption is that the spray can they got to do that was from this party, like this massive house party where obviously Peter was not invited. Because he's a nerd. So they recreate the party, okay, with like how the couches were, where you can hear this, and they put all Snapchat videos together and try to find out who would have yeah, been there yeah. at this time. It is so serious and so funny. It's actually well
2: done. <laughs> like, it's really it's, well it's, done. This case keeps unraveling.
0: It is extremely well done. And then they, and if you watch any true crime investigation, it's always like that, right? You go into every character and you start to question what their uh, incentive to do this or not do something is. So when the school board expels him, their big uh, witness is this guy called Alex Tremboli, who says that he saw Dylan do it. So uh, when Peter talks to him, they try to prove that Alex is actually a liar because he one time lied about getting a handjob from this girl Sarah Pearson. Sarah Pearson <laughs> is a super hot girl, so there's no way she would have given him a handjob. But except, she did message him that night with an H E Y Y. Everybody yeah. knows double Y is yeah. means they're down. Who wants these? So, yeah uh, I think I, I would say it could have been six episodes and would have been tighter. Yeah. But it is a long four hour dick joke and it's very funny and it's very well done. I watched it all in one day because it's it's really a breezy watch. And it is interesting to try and guess who did it. And if maybe it is Dylan, because Dylan comes across as a person with no character depth. Okay. He's a stupid person who believes like in doing pranks, but he says that he did not do this. And his real defense is that uh, the, so the security camera footage is mis- missing also from that hour where those cars are vandalized. Mm. His defense is he's too stupid to delete security footage. Yeah. Right? He, he can't and go to
2: an FT protocol and understand yeah, all of that. He can't
0: so. do all of that stuff. Mm. Anyway, you find out in the end who does it. And it's a really interesting journey through this crime story. But they do it well. They do the, you know, the cock boards. They like really go into everybody's, uh, what is the motive? And what kind of people they are. It's very interesting and it's very funny. Um, it is surprisingly well done. Hmm. Uh, it's called American Vandal. It's just eight episodes and yeah. it is quite, quite good. Uh, it's on Netflix. All right. So Josh recommended a movie.
1: Kerala Verma, Parsi Raja.
0: <laughs> and Naveen recommended a book.
2: How I Escape My Certain Faith by Stuart Lee.
0: And I'm recommending American Vandal. Let's take a quick break and then come back. And we're back. Today we're going to talk about uh, what everybody's talking about right now on the internet, which is the Harvey Weinstein case. Mm. Um, the really, the I guess the short version of it is that he was accused of um, harassing multiple women across many, many years. Yeah. Um, I think uh, the New York Times wrote an article um, exposing them and they claimed that they had tried to do this before but were shut down by Matt Damon and Russell Crowe. Uh, Matt Damon, of course, has... Um, said that that never happened He
1: is fully denied Yes He's yeah. denied it
0: yeah. uh, Of course He Harry Weinstein ran Mira Max Pictures Which is like he's a massive Massive studio
1: Yeah
2: And uh, then the Weinstein company yeah. All these and actors Mainly nominee. like owe their careers To this guy Because he absolutely. put them On the absolutely. Oscar absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and he's author. been
0: around For so many years yeah. Many many years yeah. And a lot of people Are getting into this conversation Because so the person One of the few people Who have come forward Is Rose McGowan um, Who also called out Ben Affleck Who put out a Post Saying, you know, as women who are, I wish this would never happen. And Mm. also, always everybody's go-to as as somebody who has daughters and sisters. Hey, man, women are people without relations to you. Uh, So, I don't get why that happens. Um, A lot of people are being called out. And I think it's, it is great. I know that he has been fired from his job. But obviously, it's not because... uh, They found out about it They obviously fired him because we found out Mm. Uh, And which is very different from what it looks like Across the world where It's not going to make any difference to his life Is what I feel And of course the conversation is now This denouncement is a big deal right Must you make a statement and denounce this person Now that you know this Or now that you know that everybody knows Mm. I know that Kellyanne Conway tweeted Mm. About Hillary Clinton not denouncing him I mean neither has Donald Trump But she has no, she hasn't.
1: She has condemned him. No. Hillary Clinton, Weinstein.
0: Yeah, she, yeah, she's done it. I, I read seen it.
1: One. I read it this morning. Probably after she came out. Yeah. And said that. Well,
0: anyway, so I mean, obviously, this business is ridiculous. Of you know. Have you denied? Have you denounced him?
2: Mm. Um, and Kellyanne he- Conway, is someone who stood behind Trump when he made the whole Absolutely. the locker room conversation happen. Absolutely. Mm. So I don't. I'm We can't expect people to say something because like anybody comes out and like, oh, i my condolences and my this thing, but no one asks you for your opinion first of all. And if someone does not have an opinion, that's also okay because we don't have to push people to give them a kind of like gratification on some sort
1: of. But what most people have reported is like they have asked certain people for comment, like Quentin Tarantino and yeah. Mike. Gilmore and who's the other guy? Well, it's like a bunch of people very closely associated. Yeah. Robert Rodriguez, mm. but they haven't commented. They haven't yeah. even replied. Like they've yeah. asked them for comment, they haven't given a comment. Mm. Yeah. that is the main issue.
0: Yeah, and obviously this this thing has been happening for so many years. Clearly,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, I think Walter put out an audio clip of him trying to get this model into his room.
1: Yeah. it
0: is extremely terrifying to listen to it.
1: And that and was from 2015. Yeah, you. yeah, that was that's not even like a recent. That's that yeah. was from three years ago, two yeah. years ago.
0: So it looks pretty bad overall, but I feel like the discussion really is where should everybody take a stand. I feel like to some extent people should. It is their duty if you are associated with something, with somebody who's who obviously is a known um, sexual harasser or whatever. I feel like some in some form it is your duty to stand up and say, okay, I work with this person and now that I know this, I won't, I think. To some extent it is their response. Yeah,
2: and it's surprising like the, what happens in these scenes basically when, when these high profile actors, producers, even comedians for that matter hang out. It's this this is a very common way of talking. Like people are like, Oh, do you remember this hot chick who came to my green room like and we did stuff? I mean, that's the, the most famous way I'm putting it out. Yeah. Like, you know, this worst conversations I've heard in, in person. And I'm like, why is this like a okay thing to talk about? Like why is it like such a thing to brag about yeah. when you're clearly doing something very bad? Yeah. Like as, as humans, first of all, we have to draw a line and understand... That the person and the artist... We had the discussion before yeah. as well... Yeah. That the artist and the person are different different aspects to one character... Mm. And when someone does something this bad, we have to condemn them... We have to obviously give them the ultimatum
1: that this is not right... But for me, this thing, like it's so shocking because... One, everybody kind of knows about this casting couch thing... Of right? course... But now to think this guy... Who has been responsible for some real like films that people love, man? And filmmakers. It has like, made
0: people so much money. That's careers. why people don't say anything. So
1: many careers, like and this was so interesting because in the morning when I was with Becky she saw the Georgina Chapman thing and that just like and then she was reading about because she's a big fan of Project Runway you know? Yeah. and then first you find out this woman Georgina Chapman is not only married to Weinstein who's mm. a boss, but is kind of responsible for her fashion brand man or at least for that thing becoming an established thing yeah. Okay. Yeah. and so it's like and she's like a big fan of Georgie so now seeing all this stuff is like what am I supposed to think about this woman now yeah. you
0: know? I do think that like there is um, I know that Since we're talking about this, there is uh, right now on the Indian Bombay Pune Twitter side, uh, there's a lot of allegations about high spirits being a really Mm. misogynistic space. Um, And I feel like there is some amount of pressure to say, I won't go perform uh, as comedians saying I won't go perform at this venue or I won't go to this venue for gigs and support them. Mm. Um, I know it won't matter in the long run at all. Like, if two comedians out of the fifty five who perform there say, "I don't want I won't perform," it makes no difference mm. to high spirits. It makes no difference to their business or their bar because the people who go there who've been going there for centuries will go there. yeah, I don't think it makes a difference, mm. but uh, I do feel like it's okay to come out and say that in support because if you do support it, say it, it's mm. fine. Mm. It's okay to denounce venues or people if you feel like they're wrong. whether your comment makes a difference or not, right
1: I, with this Harvey Weinstein thing. It's like so many people have come out. Like, this thing has been happening yeah. for so long, and the, the it's been an open secret. And you're thinking it's all these big stars, man. Yeah. Mm. And you're thinking it's happening in that industry on that level where there's so much money. Yeah. I mean, you can't imagine what. Like, it's Harvey Weinstein is one, one person. person. Yeah. Mm. Like,. So, right. I think yeah, it
2: goes across genders as well because even Terry Crews went to something like that and he opened up about it recently. The fact that this is rampantly happening and people don't say anything because they love their careers and they want to make something out of it is just was- like, and, and, at that point, like, again, there's a very fine line again where we can't, we as outsiders can't judge because, okay, if they did this one for money and they want to get ahead in life, okay. And then they got somewhere and then they decide to use that power to come back and bring that out in the light. Great. Of
0: course. But people
2: also say, why did you even not open your mouth back then? Nobody
0: cares. And that's
2: what. So
1: that's, it's but just that's like, the thing. Like, so should Harvey Weinstein go to jail, man? He should.
0: If somebody files a case and there's evidence. There's but evidence, that's the thing. Uh, so
1: many people, I mean, there are like, he's uh, Is Bill Gosby in jail? Yeah, he's not in jail yet. But that's the thing, is he going so to be prosecuted? So many people have come out. That's what, makes is no OJ difference. in jail?
0: <laughs> it makes There's no difference, honestly, the number of people at this point. All you can hope that it does is uh, make other people safer now. Hmm. That's it. Honestly, to be fair, the reason why women don't come out is because it go- it's going to make no difference except affect them. Yeah. It's going to make the women's career worse. It's going to be like, why didn't you say that before? Or why did you keep your mouth shut then? And why didn't you do something then? Nobody believes people. It's rare. Even now that because there are, It's only numbers. When people come out in numbers, people are like, okay, maybe. But all that's happened is that he's fired from his job, from his company. It's going to make no difference to him. Even if he is prosecuted, I'm sure... That is going to take forever, hmm. but it, it's still going to make. he still be filthy rich. No, yeah, it's going yeah. to make no difference to his life in any way. I think.
2: Like, I have walked into so many green rooms when the like, Louis C.K. case was breaking out, yeah. and we were like many women came out against, alleging that he yeah. masturbated in front of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and like this was again like a green room atmosphere where, where this bunch of boys are talking about how because everybody like idolizes him a lot in the comedy yeah. scene. Yeah. And then when you hear that somebody as big as Louis C.K. is responsible for this, uh, when Rosie O'Donnell spoke about this, they are like woke on it. Why do you want to give respect to... Because she's nobody. She's yeah. not a great comic, like, as Louis C.K. And that was the conversation that was happening. I'm, like, sort of, like, we finding out or at least hoping to have a proper proof against this or whatever. If the if the conversation develops, the thing is, like, we just assume something and then we, like, say the first thing that comes to our mind, yeah. which happens also in the whole high spirits thing in Pune, is that certain comedians are, like, still looking at this as a joke instead of, like, actually addressing it. Yeah. Uh, so it's a very grim time because... We have to like balance the situation out, obviously, but also be on the right side of the conversation. Like we just like in general in life, a punching down is what's wrong with yeah. society.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't think that guys realize that when you immediately jump to, I think the thing is that this bro code is, is as much, the thing is hmm. they, they that it's loyalty is not loyalty. It's support for something that, okay, fine. I'm sure you don't know who, the, uh, maybe you think he, he's not that kind of person or maybe like you have no idea, firstly, how guys behave when your guy friends are not around with yeah. other women. That's yeah. impossible to know. Mm. You don't know, and then don't if somebody says something and you know this guy, you know the high spirits owner. He's been your friend for years, and if you don't believe it, there's a reason and there's a way to. To address, it. Yeah, to address it It doesn't have to be Against the person yeah. Saying it I think that's stupid yeah. I think the the idea That uh, this is A personal attack Is not It's not that It's she's, What she's talking about Is the culture of misogyny yeah. so The moment she so tweeted out yeah. This one
2: guy like, But I've always had A good experience over there But no you choose yeah, because She you're was a dude. molested over there Yeah yeah,
0: because you're a dude And she's not wrong In saying that Because I know Ice spirits does have These awards of like Best legs Best breasts yeah. And I know that There are lots of people Who participate in it I'm not saying that They don't Mm. um but that doesn't make it okay and that and her saying this and if you think it's not wrong don't strictly target her don't hate on her and say oh you're a liar or oh if you didn't want to go you should not have gone address what the problem is mm. I think that's a big problem because people don't really understand that it's not a personal like the attack is also more than just the person it is the culture of what's breeding them. like with Ben affleck now after he came out with this, mm. Hillary Burton has come out saying that he uh, uh, grabbed a boob. I saw I saw the video. Mm. It is creepy. Mm. I think the thing is that obviously Ben Affleck is now a big star. So now the, it makes sense for him to condemn that. But he did that then and he obviously now immediately apologised as soon as she put it out. Yeah. He put out an apology. Why didn't you apologise before if you thought that was wrong? Why did you... Even if you did it then, now when people will now start to investigate, that's why you put out an apology. Why didn't you just apologise first, man? Yeah.
1: So... Speaking of venues, so for one of the events that we were doing back in the day, (laughs) not that was like two years ago, but there was one. So during Christmas, there was this, um, we were having like a little um, sort of mini party and there was a play happening at the same time. So everybody had something to drink and then um, the play was happening. It was the last event of the day and it was a production by a group of college people. Now, one of the guys on our team, one of the event guys, he had had something to drink. And there was a girl who was handling the lights backstage and she was like, she had something wrong with her legs so she had a crutch and stuff, you know. She couldn't walk properly. So this guy kind of groped her, you know. Like he was trying to pass a drink or something, Mm. felt her up, you know. And this was happening while the play was happening. So as soon as the play was done, these guys came to me and they're like, this has happened? Mm. Mm. What are we going to do? Okay. Mm. So then the thing is, in that place, there was a CCTV camera right at the back and that was the only one that was there. Mm. So the thing is first we talked to the girl we said you know like it depends see this is all up to you you know either you can go to the police with this or you can figure it out I don't know you know it's in your hands kind of thing but after that I told him we're gonna call the guy and we're gonna tell him that you know there's a CCTV we saw everything and truth is we hadn't seen the CCTV footage and Mm -hmm. when we looked at it there was You couldn't see anything Because yeah. he was out of the shot But we said it anyway yeah. And he kind of Like started yeah. All the jitters Started <laughs> happening I you
0: know? think the, the thing with Is that the onus of proof Is always on the victim Which is so stupid yeah. Yeah. Because it shouldn't be that way uh, And in many
1: cases like, you, you can't prove it You, you can't, can't
0: prove it Unless you're You you can not prove it That's camera everywhere.
1: But when we told when Once we told him That we saw You know There's a CCTV Right at the back We can see everything That you're doing He just like admitted to it Because yeah. it's like because it was this thing so then it it was a matter of what are these guys gonna do that's when it went all to shit because first these guys started beating him up these college kids okay Uh. and we're like stop if you want you can take him to the police station if you want or you can let it go man one of the thing but he's not gonna like this guy had to we had to fire him like after that but they're like no no we'll take him to the police station and all that So eventually, Mm. yeah, so then I was in this weird position because this guy was working right under me, man. He was one of my guys. And we had got him through one of the boys working at the place and he had just worked with me for two weeks. And the guy was like begging me, man. He's like, I don't know what to do. I'm like man I gotta take you to the police station yeah. right now I took him inside to the police station he's grabbing onto my leg man you Uh-oh. know it's like that situation That's you're really so right. desperate I'm like please call somebody that you know I hardly know you man I know so you so, 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 repentance comes like at, at a very late point only when punishment men, like, is, yeah. is in view yeah. how can uh, you like, just is no assume that otherwise.
0: somebody's an
2: object you've done what you wanted to do with them yeah mm. and now then, they, must have, yeah, uh, they must forgive once you once they spoke and oh my god they have a voice how can you talk
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah and the standard excuses of alcohol the standard all this none of those are good excuses yeah so it's like these people so after that Like after I took him To the police station Left him there Then those group Of college people They had to file Their yeah. FIR and all this so I just Have left. you
0: guys seen um, This writer Anna Clark Who put up that post About uh, how did How Like if you're in A professional setting With a woman This is how you treat her Just imagine her As the rock Hmm. Think of her as Dwayne Johnson, hmm. right? Oh, you have oh, to meet yeah. this woman to get to get coffee on a project, or supposed to talk about. But she's so pretty. What are you gonna do? Think of her as Rock, man. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, I know Rock tweeted it out, and uh, she's having a great viral day. Hmm. Uh, but it's I don't get it. Like I don't understand how people think in a professional setting you can do that. It makes no sense. But I also feel like I do think that no matter how many people come out, hmm. I feel like if there is no precedent to punishment, hmm. people will not come out anymore.
1: Hmm. Like, and the very fact that there are two factions in this argument yeah. is, the, is the mind-blowing exactly, fact exactly. it should not be like that and also yeah. with, with this thing with the venue man it's like we're talking about high spirits if they just tackled it yeah. or if they did something to change that culture but that's what
0: they're talking about they're saying that the owner is the one who perpetuates it hmm. it's his It's his community yeah. they're called the homies right they're called the high homies Or something like
2: that Really? Yeah
0: they, There's a close yeah, pretty Facebook much like group
2: They do a barbecue pit And all of that They all mm. like just compare dicks all the time
0: Yeah I mean I've been to uh, High Spirits A couple of times And I'm, I see it mm. Like obviously I don't know anybody So I, I'm I'm pretty much Like a Bombay person there But I've i seen it For sure mm. But I don't know I don't but know that, I don't then, know If it's gonna make
1: But that, that's a like o- It feels like an Uber thing Where it's like the culture It's yeah. not like an isolated incident Yes it's, It is a culture Yeah
0: But I don't know if people care about fixing it at all. Mm. I think that's the thing. I think we've seen it so many times. A bunch of people will come out. Lots and lots of women will come out and claim that they were abused or whatever. And nothing will be done. Then less people will come out because what what is it? It doesn't help women to come out. No, but every time somebody says, "I don't know," women come out because nobody believes us. Yeah,
2: yeah, but then I think we've made like long strides from where it came from. Like Bollywood is rampant with stories of this happening back in the day. So today people are actually talking about this, even in Hollywood. I was just going to say this.
0: Do you think it'll ever happen in Bollywood? I don't think so. I can't imagine a Harvey Weinstein level of person in Bollywood Hmm. getting accused and like a Deepika Padukone coming in support or whoever's the biggest. <laughs> like with how you seen Gwyneth Paltrow and Angelina Jolie have come out mm. and said that they were they were also at the end of this so I mean that's big names and obviously it, it makes in Bollywood I think the culture is very very different
1: and man what really was it feels like there's no like everything is just tainted now yeah like what good film is that that is not tainted by this bullshit you know that is true like I can't I, it's impossible to escape now like yeah. I can't I think, think of a... to
2: answer Sharanya's question I think we're making little bit of uh, you uh, efforts you think so towards, because see when, when the whole uh, Jagga Jassus thing was happening huh. And uh, Ranveer Kapoor Was basically like Mansplaining everything That Katrina was trying to say She was like Standing up to him And thinking, You know what Like I can talk to my own self Kind of thing
0: That's very different
2: I'm just saying like That's still like a, a He's not even a Person life. of
0: power Against her
2: But like Tomorrow if something Like this happens yeah. I, I can believe that Katrina Kaif will take A step into flight. It is
0: pretty depressing Nothing, No art is escaping Just
1: oh, at least Severe the misogyny The foundation <laughs> of So many films Is built on people Like Weinstein Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean yeah. Like
0: but you can't, honestly, you could not possibly not watch any of those things. You, you have no idea where money is and where money has come from for something. Mm. Every art form, everything is. Mm.
1: And man, before Quentin Tarantino movies, like the Weinstein Company, yeah. you know. That's what's there before it. Mm. Yeah. Forever tainted. <laughs>
0: Did you, you guys watch um, just? I mean, just before we close this discussion, um, Did you guys watch uh, Stephen Colbert, Seinfeld, Seinfeld or Stephen Colbert yeah. Oh, yeah. talking about Bill Cosby and how I can totally disassociate his comedy from his? Uh, hard, yeah And then as soon as uh,
2: someone they cut to commercial, someone like Seinfeld. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was
0: Netflix's PR saying you're come here to promote your special. Yeah, <laughs> you have to take that back. <laughs> yeah,
2: wow. and then uh, I'll come back after the break and then I have to clarify it. Which which they did it gracefully, I
1: would say.
0: Fair enough. And but he's like,
1: <laughs> you know what? I agree with you. Still. <laughs> That's what he said.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. all right. I guess that was the end of the conversation. Uh, things are f- up is is a uh, the moral uh, of the story. Moral. Yeah. yeah.
2: But you've got good movies to watch and good books to read
0: and
2: <laughs> yeah. that at least is comforting. That's true.
0: We'll come back next week and recommend more things uh, to drown away everything else. Alright, that was our episode of IBM Likes. Uh, if you want to find us on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, we're IBM Podcast and we'll come back next week.